Well, Blake, I know. Yeah, time time is money for Blakester. Blake, just get some takes off. Rapid fire me, please. Like it's a like it's an ESPN segment in the last two minutes of the show. Just what do you got? Well, first of all, Mike Vrabel is a star excuse for an NFL coach. He needs to get a damn shirt with sleeves on it. I'm tired of seeing a vest walking up and down the street, up and down the sidelines with that spiky little gelled up hair. Get a real job, man. Go find something you're good at. <laughs> Secondly, Derrick Henry is the only reason the Titans are still a team. When I say Titans, I meant the Titans. They need to get out of the AFC South. This is our division now, and we run this shit, and we're going to continue running it as long as Josh Dobbs continues being the mediocre quarterback that he is. And I'm not talking about Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis, because Malik Willis won't even be in the league in three years after his rookie contract's up. Three years? On the downhill slide. He won't be in the league next say, year. Ryan Tannehill is just as mediocre. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill won the Super Bowl. Over my dead body. Not a chance. And I can't name one wide receiver on that team, even after staring at their roster and watching every game this season. Uh, I mean, Naheem Westbrook, to, what? That's their best wide receiver? How do you, what's even his name? Do they have a tight end on that team? Man, my favorite, I, I love the guy because he went to Auburn, Roger McCreary. 21, but he gets cooked. He's the, he's a quarterback. He's a rookie. They got him in the second round. He's undersized. He's like 5'10". He's gotten cooked. He's a, Roger McCreary is the country music guy from American Idol. <laughs> no, Roger McCreary is second-round quarterback out of Auburn. Went to the Titans. And I've seen multiple Titans fans on Twitter all season being like, it's not his fault. He's not ready. <laughs> he's just marching out there for like Stephon Diggs to have a Record day on him. He's just a boy. Did you guys see the video of Leon Cersei talking about we're tired of getting punched in the mouth? Yeah, yes. I'm pretty sure I sent that. Uh, Did you? Oh, I, I didn't see it. From it was a good Did one. Did you see the video of Roy Robertson Harris where he was like, we're done with come on down to Duval, easy dub and Duval, let's grab a dub and get out of here. It's like, no, you come to Jacksonville, you're going to play physical football. That's what people are going to be saying. That's right. It's our division for the next decade. And that's Damn my right. exaggeration. Damn right. No doubt. So, it's time for us to put the AFC South on the map. The AFC South hasn't been on the map since the Colts beat the Saints. No, they lost to the Saints in the Super Bowl. Oh, you're that's right. The you're, last time the AFC South was relevant. Your inner Saints fan is showing. You were going so well <laughs> there, but you couldn't help but expose yourself at the end as <laughs> being a real Saints fan. <laughs> It's like, remember the Drew Brees Jaguars days? Oh, wait, no, hold on. That's not right. Oh, Charlie, it's his NFC team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, sometimes it's the Seahawks. Depends on the year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. No, it might be the Bucks now. Might they tried the to Bucks. write off Geno, but he ain't right back. <laughs> he ain't right back. He's he in the playoffs. Right Joke's on me. Man. All right, yeah, Palmer, let's do this. Gino. By the way. You're listening to the Jude Forum. We are back from a long hiatus. Chuck got a little burnt out there over the holidays, needed a breather. <laughs> but we just hit the reset button, and we are back. And first and foremost, as you can probably already tell, this is now primarily a Jaguars podcast. We're going to be doing fantasy stuff during the offseason, but for the rest of the playoffs and probably even a little bit afterwards, I'm not going to stop talking Jags until we do an episode live from Glendale. Hell yeah. Amanda and I were strategizing our RV rental situation tonight. It's the only way to go, boys. I got the deposit ready. You just say the word, boom, we're cruising. I think between Jenkins and I, we're like we're like a we're like a, a dry van team. 
We'll, we'll team it through the night. We can be in Arizona in 14 hours flat. 1,500 miles, 15 miles. We're there. Yeah, you set the cruise control at 80. You don't even let your foot off the gas to switch drivers. <laughs> hey, who's got a, who's got a Bavada that can, that can book me on Jags to go to the Super Bowl for 50 bucks and I'll throw you five bucks? <laughs> You'll throw me five bucks if it hits? <laughs> no, right now. <laughs> I'll uh, I might I'll take that action for you, but I can't promise Bavada is gonna pay us out because I'd still actually I don't, I don't know what our odds are down to. It's probably the worst time to bet it, but whatever. Damn, I'll, I know we'll, I wanted to get it before that game. We'll uh, we'll circle back on that. Put a pin in that one. That's right. We're gonna take that conversation. We're gonna put a pin in it. We're gonna be good to go. Uh, my <laughs> name's Carlos South Beach. Number one Jags fan and always a believer in Trevor Lawrence, unlike some people around here, not pointing any fingers. Benwin! And uh, here we go. It's uh, fast to 69 and then a little bit of dual playoff talk. Let's go, boys. We start in Nashville, Tennessee, where Wynn rolled into town to eat ass and chew bubblegum. And he was all out of ass to eat as Dare Thick Henry and T Thickens led his team in a valiant effort against Palmer's squad. Leonard Fournette played his best game of the year and led Wynn's bench to its own team total of 75 points. Quite the pine. Speaking of ass eating, tight end proved to be pivotal in this match this matchup as TJ smell my hawk strap outscored Gerald Everett by 35 on the flip side Saquad's Barkley lifted with his legs and put the rest of Palmer's team on his back thanks for coming out win win 108 Palmer 140 <laughs> If you made Eric walk towards a wall, what would hit first? His nose or his dick? I don't know, but one thing's for sure, he just he's as hard as a rock after this week's win. Kirk Thuggins, Nick Chubbins, and Terry McClubbins all pulled, pulled their weight with solid performances. Justin Jeffer made Dylan his son and had fast saying, Daddy chill, when he dropped 30 plus <laughs> points for the day. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bass, Cole Komet his match, and his season is over. Shockingly, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the Devin Singletary was the only bright spot on Bass's team. In <laughs> <laughs> this matchup, Jalen hurt to watch. That was a low blow because Hurts didn't play for Bass. When you start Russell Wilson in the playoffs, you might as well get ready to ride to the next season. I expect another album to, album to drop soon with all your now free time, Bass. Dylan, go fuck yourself. 95, Kirk Thuggins, 109. We bring it back to Nashville for the championship game where Eric leaves the frozen north in search of glory in the Choky Mountains. Eric's whole team looked like a bunch of pallbearers as this was one of the smoothest letdown jobs I've ever seen. Isaiah Hodgins was his top scorer. You know how you get 150 SAT points just for showing up and writing your name down? Well, Palmer was able to claim the fantasy throne this year simply by showing up to the finals and writing his name down. Devontae Adams should probably be in jail for what he did to that Chiefs photographer. People don't forget. But instead, he led Palmer to the promised land. I'll dish it to Palmer now because I'm fucking done with this segment for the year and Palmer's been itching to get these takes off for a month. Take it away, boom.
This game was so nice, we're doing it twice. In the championship matchup, the real Kirk Cousins must have known this game was a primetime matchup, even if it was just <laughs> in fantasy terms, because he completely forgot to show up. <laughs> that ended up fucking over Justin Jettas, who took a number two in his pants, which is coincidentally the same amount of points he scored. Isaiah Coach Hodgins somehow led Eric's team with just 14 points, which let me just walk across the finish line. Chris God, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Savagely dropped. 21, 21, 21. AJ, how the fuck did you stay on my roster the entire year, Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> I actually contributed with double digit with a double digit performance. But the real star of the show was my boy Tay Tay, who ironically ended up freeing me from the shackles of anxiety, sleeper addiction, and excessive time consumption that comes with a fantasy football playoff run and dropped a monster performance with 36. Who needs Josh Allen when you've got Devontae? Kirk Thuggins, 77. Free my boy Tay-Tay, 110. Oh, and that was the ultimate fastest 69 seconds of the year palmer great segment great work done there you know, I wasn't exactly bringing the heat, but you know what? You do this shit for twelve or so weeks, and you, the ideas don't get so fresh anymore. You got to you, you start. You know, the reach is yeah. get, get reachier. You you got to start reaching, but you know, I was a little bittersweet because it's the last one for the year. We got a little uh, wait till till next year, but oh yeah, uh, we'll new, just use that time to start brewing up some new ideas. Some new ideas. You that's know? right. New rosters, new combos. Uh, I'm already I'm already writing the poems right now. You know. That's right. That's right. I gotta. I gotta start incorporating the word "riz" into stuff. I don't even really know what that means, but all the kids are saying "riz" now. Yeah, I lost it. Well, uh, I think we're all pretty well burnt out on fantasy at this point. It was a good run, uh, Palmer. I'll, I'll give the stand to you. I'll give you 120 seconds to just say whatever you want to the entire league. Uh, you know what? There's not a whole lot to say. I don't want to sit here and just rub it in people's faces. Uh, I've got one person I really want to thank, and that's Jonathan Taylor. He really helped me out, got me, uh, <laughs> got me all the way. So without him, I don't know where I would be. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, other than that, it was a good year. I had a great draft. Most of the guys that I drafted stayed on my starting roster for the majority of the year, you know, pulled some strings here and there to make some trades. But I think it was a solid performance. Is, is TJ Hawkinson your MVP? Uh, I think it's either TJ Hawkinson or Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk was like a top 10 receiver, and I got him in like the 10th round or something. Or maybe not the 10th, but late. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the 10th round for most leagues is the third round in the Jude. That's what they say. So. <laughs> well, boys, a lot has happened in the world of Jaguars football since the last time we congregated around this mic. What do we do? We handled business against the Texans. I think I don't even know if we had had the Jets game at that point. I don't think we. I think anyway, beat the Jets, hold them to six points. Something that the Jets managed to do two more times by the end of the season. They finished three six, six, points, and six. Charlie. Really? Oh yeah. They, well, we played the Texans after also three points. We initiated uh, just an awesome streak of the Jets going twenty-eight drives to finish the season without one touchdown scored. <laughs> they finished 3-6-6 in their last three games. But uh, then we went to the Texans and handled business, which I don't want to overlook. We'll touch on it. But just a, a Jaguars team that actually shows up as a favorite and does what it's supposed to do is not something we should just skip over because that's that in itself is a massive achievement for this squad, being able to go somewhere confidently, just do what they're supposed to do, never a question, never a doubt uh, in this league. Business That's something to be respected. 
That's not to be respected. I mean, look at the Texans. They were pretty good. They beat the Colts. And the Texans always beat us, and you know what? They're inferior, and we just rolled over them. And that's what that's what good teams do to bad teams. They just show up, they wake up that day, and they roll over them. And that's what we did to the Texans. And that that brings us on to the Titans. Um, big night at the bank. Most everybody in town made it last Saturday. Zach was there. Phil and Ben. Wynn was there. I mean, it, we had just the whole damn squad chasing Ava. Uh, rode with us, stayed over, and let me tell you, the bank was rocking, boys. There, this was not your average Jaguars game. Jackson Deville wasn't, didn't have to hype anybody up. The beer guys weren't even walking up and down the stairs. I mean, you couldn't even stand anywhere. You, it was your assigned seat or nothing. Because let me tell you, that place was just insane. It was. I've never heard it so loud. I mean, I thought I was back in Tallahassee, uh, like freshman year. You know, used to get full attendance at FSU games. Um, just an absolutely electric atmosphere. It's it's really nice to see what Duval's capable of. And and I'll say this about the game, uh, before I dish it to y'all, it was a hard game to watch. It's in person, the vibes were off, and I was uh, I was kind of I was kind of being a poo pooer the the entire time. If I'm being honest, I was like I, I we do, I, we're kicking field goals. We need touchdowns. This just it feels bad. It feels ugly right now, giving giving bad vibes. And uh, you know, of course, until that critical play happened. But the flip side of it being such an ugly game is it really felt like a game where having that home atmosphere mattered. Like. I don't think we win that game if it's played in Tennessee or or a neutral side or whatever. But the defense was charged up. They were making play after play. They let up only three points in the second half and, of course, had the the game-winning touchdown or the go-ahead touchdown. I mean, it just a stellar performance by them. But, um, of course, this podcast isn't about me. It's about you, the people of the Jude. Uh, I want to hear from you fellas what you all saw, what you all thought about it. Blake, I'd first like to, yeah, I'd first like to nod Trevor because he is our franchise QB and he is that dude officially. And the way he handled a poor performance, honestly, I mean, statistically, he'll take it. He'll take it. But on the field, you saw it if you're watching the game. He just he missed when he needed to hit. And if he hits on any one, he had four throws where he hits on one of those throws and the game is not even stressful. But he missed on all four of them, and he took credit for that. He took blame, and he also acknowledged that it's a team sport and that this is the type of game you just go out and win. You don't care how you win it. So I was really appreciative of him, of how he handled that. He's not kicking himself, but he knows that he messed up and he's going to do better. But this season, I think I think our number one player, our unsung hero, and he's a little bit sung, but the guy that made it all happen, going back to the Cowboys game, Rayshon Jenkins. Without Rayshon Jenkins, who knows where we are? I mean, I don't think he gets enough love. What do you guys think about that? I don't. I wouldn't say he's an unsung hero. He's like been our best defensive player for the past yeah. weeks. And he's People were calling that game one of the best defensive performances ever. Like eighteen yeah. tackles, two pass deflections, two interceptions, and an unbelievable defensive stat line. Yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, I mean, way way look on it. Also, he had twenty one tackles in that same game, didn't he? Back-to-back game, season's leading. I don't know if he still does, but as of like a week or maybe 10 days ago, I, led the NFL in tackles again. I saw that statistic as well. My only thought was um, Jenkins. If you don't have a Jenkins jersey this time next year, I'm going to be severely disappointed. That seems like a yeah. free free money. I agree. I got to see the long-term play on him. I also don't want to look like that guy who customized his own jersey. <laughs> Because a bunch of random strangers are going to already know your name is Jenkins? I remember Charlie's custom-made arena Jacksonville Sharks 24 Stevens jersey. Yeah, uh, all the letters letters have and the number have fallen off of that by now. It made me sad. So I'm probably going to take it somewhere and get it hand-stitched. You'll wait like 25 minutes for that to get pressed on. Gosh, the funny thing is, I, I would not be surprised if you showed up to the next draft with that that jersey sewed back on. I stand by it. <laughs> I stand by the decision. If there, if you're ever gonna have a personalized jersey, it might as well be for the local arena football team. I mean, that's just doubling down. 
I don't know. I, it is double and double. I know. It's great. I might, I I might I mess it. around and get an Iceman jersey now that y'all mentioned. I'll get a, I'll get a Jacksonville <laughs> Lizard Kings custom jersey. I don't even know how to ice hey, skate. I'm, <laughs> I'm loving other minor league Jacksonville sports, but, God, we got a lot to talk about, gentlemen. And first of all, congrats, Palmer. I want to get out of the way. Sorry I took a low blow at you. You dominated all season. This Ooh. is all you're gonna get from me, so enjoy it. Broad. And you Thank had a you, you had you. a good uh good fucking run start to finish. And you you're making the league soft. So, but fuck you, I'm coming for you next year. Thank you, Jacob. On to bigger and better things. The bank looked unbelievable on Saturday night. I've never been more proud of this fan base in my entire life. Hats off to every single one of you guys at that game. Charlie, Zach, Ben, Gray, Chase, uh, Philip. Who else was there? I'm not sure. I- anyone who was there, un- win, like, shout out. The stadium looked electric on the national broadcast. We showed that we could be serious contenders. Um, we got to enjoy every second of this, boys. How long have we loved the Jags? Chase this moment. A playoff berth. AFC championship. The fourth AFC, the fourth conference championship in Jaguars history. And we've seen two of them recently. The other two were in uh, 98 and 99. So I doubt any of us remember those. Soak it in. Watch every bit of content. Let's talk about the Jags all day long. Um, loving every second of life right now. Yeah, I can't agree more, man. I, I'm just so, so excited for the postseason right now. I mean, we could have come into this postseason. I mean, we could have got the wild card, and, you know, could have limped in, you know. That sort of deal. We we didn't have the best game against the Titans. We could be saying, oh, kind of nervous. But I could not be more pumped up right now because our defense is what got us there. And you know how good our offense is. Yeah. I mean, it is 2017 all over again with a good offense, a damn good offense. And I'm just, I mean, if I'm anybody else right now, I'm looking at the Jaguars saying that's the team I don't want to play. And I know I'm not the only oh. one saying that. Everyone's saying that. Oh, yeah. So let's be the team we are. Let's go do it. I think this is really scary. Our defense is good, but they think they're better than they are right now. Mm-hmm. Hold the Jets to three points, the Texans to three points. Shut out the Titans. I got. They're playing with so much confidence. They don't think there's a team in the world that can put you can put in front of them, and they're going to beat you on a regular basis. The Jags D is just they've stepped up from like where we thought their ceiling was. They've exceeded. Absolutely. Cool, and not only. Are we clearly the team that no one wants to play in the playoffs? But shout out to this guy. Blake, I would assume in jest said Mike Vrabel should be fired, but Brandon Staley should actually be fired. That guy knew who, he had no control over what was happening from that point forward. By the time his game kicked off, they knew exactly who they were playing and what seed they were. They're playing against. They're going to Duval. They're going three thousand miles east on a short week after Jacksonville gets an extra day of rest. So he does the smart thing and plays his entire Charger squad the <laughs> entire game. Just wears them out. Joey Bosa pulls up lame with a groin injury, hot off of surgery. It's his first week back from the IR. Shout out that guy, Mike Williams. Jumps up high. He's good at that. Lands really hard. He's not good at the landing. He screwed his back up, carted off. Way to go, Staley, my guy. Hey, obviously we never root for injuries, but I'm kind of rooting those guys are hurt. I'm not rooting for them to be injured as much as I'm rooting for them to just take their time, you know, be safe about it. Especially, exactly, exactly. You, you can't be too careful in this league. <laughs> I, hey, I'm I, not as worried as you guys are saying. Just Keenan Allen's back, but I've just pulled up Mike Williams' stat line versus the Jags last week and powered Tyson Campbell. six tar- Versus the Jags earlier in the season, week three. Six targets, one reception, one touchdown, 15 yards. Damn. I mean, no. I'm just so impressed with our defense being able to look at an offense and say, this is how you beat other teams. It's not how you're going to beat us. I mean, we – Derrick Henry, yes, he put up – 100 yards, but it was the quietest 100 yards he's put up all season. 30 carries. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we had we had him stuffed every play. And to me, if you can shut down Derrick Henry, that's – I know Saquon's probably the most electric running back in the NFL, but Derrick Henry is, is undoubtedly the best running back in the NFL. He, yeah. And, and we shut him down. 
Yeah. And, and that gives me so much confidence going into week one of the playoffs. It's just I can't I can't wait to see this team on Sunday. 100%. And I, if I do have a concern about this upcoming week, and I feel like it is, hate to nitpick it last week. It was electric. We had 19 rushing yards. And oh, the oh, Chargers yeah. are a flip of the Titans in the sense that they have a terrible rush defense and a somewhat decent <clears throat> pass defense where the Titans are the opposite. So we've got to get the run game going. I mean, 19 yards, unacceptable. I'm hoping Trevor Lawrence gets his legs going and we really make a play 11 v 11 football out there. Um, but yeah, got to get some run defense to be, or run offense, rush offense to be as successful as we want to be this weekend. Yeah, we were on our heels all game. When you get when you get sacked on first down, or mentally pass on first down, or rush for negative one yards, you just that, I mean that's what happens the whole fourth quarter. So well, as soon as we can bust off a, a four yard gain on first down, everything opens up. Evan Ingram over the middle, Zay Jones a little bubble screen, everything. Marvin Jones in the out and up. It's just all there. It's all there. <sighs> Palmer, what are your thoughts from rival territory? We haven't got too much of your take on this. Yeah, this so, I mean, I watched the game does. at the house with some Titans fans over, and uh, they <laughs> honestly didn't – well, I'm not not like hardcore Titans fans, but like people that root for the Titans, and they honestly just didn't give a fuck about the game. I was locked in and just didn't pay attention to them whatsoever. Sounds like the Titans fans. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They were too out. busy eating mayonnaise. How was the Titans' presence at the game? It seemed like all Jags, which is no. Perfect. That was another thing. It was, I mean, it was it was more than eighty twenty. It was probably eighty five fifteen Jags. Heavy, perfect. heavy Jags presence. I assume it'll be the same this week. I mean, I heard I heard all the Chargers fans are coming, so there's going to be at least like five hundred, maybe six hundred Chargers jerseys. All Justin Herberts, of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, Chargers coming to town, and I was just thinking, I said, if I got to pick my matchup, well, if I got to pick it, I would pick the Bucks. But on the AFC side, <laughs> it probably would have been the Chargers because it sounds like Lamar is coming back, and and you know, uh, we beat the Ravens, we beat the Chargers. I wasn't scared of either of them, and that and that's who we were looking down the barrel at. Um, Kansas City's lucky they don't have to get this smoke. Because guess what? They could have got They're all of it. it Troy. But no, I, I'm excited for this team. And, I, and I, if we are going to win in the playoffs, um, starting now, we're going to have to go back to the defense has to keep playing well, but this is not going to last forever. We need these Trevor Lawrence 80% completion percentage, just beauties of, of, of football games. Take care of that football, complete some deep passes. Get Evan Ingram involved. That guy is sick. Totally unbiased opinion, but Evan Ingram is damn dirty. He's open on every play, just like every other one of Charlie's fantasy tight ends over the years. Open on every play. I got a damn talent for it, except for Kyle Pitts. That guy sucks. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just get the offense going. Like I said, just light him up. And Travis Etienne, you hold on to that damn football. The game he fumbles is a game we lose. I'm telling you right now. That's a fact, Yeah. I, I do think our, our rushing attack will will come back next game because I mean the Titans have the best defense, best rushing defense in the league, and we were playing a a bad a bad running game script, and we were down for I mean, the most part of the game, which never helps your rushing attack. So I think I think we'll bounce back pretty good next week, and and yeah, I, I, I one more thing, I think we did play into the Titans game plan. I mean. We played a slow game, you know, defensive field position battle, and that's exactly what they wanted, and we still came out on top. So if you don't feel good about that, then. Yeah, with a minute 40 and three timeouts in our hands, like, exactly. finish the game. I'm not saying it would have ended like that if the Titans were up, but we had three timeouts. We were going to give another chance, say that defensive touchdown didn't happen. And even if that defensive tutty didn't happen, I had confidence in Trevor Lawrence. Right. Regardless of having a bad game, that he was going to go do what mm-hmm. he had to do. Feels good to have a guy that makes you feel good in those situations, you know? 100%. No doubt. 100%. And, and, I mean, the Titans had pretty much dragged us into the football game that they wanted to play. Um, you know, they, they wanted that ugly slugfest, um, and they got it, but – 
uh, when you got when you got the the good Josh Allen on your team, uh, there's not really an environment where we can lose. I do want to see a Trayvon Walker coming out party. I want to see a game in the playoffs where mm. he just mm. rips somebody's head off. Preach. Yeah. You know, oh. While the pass rushing hasn't been there, the run defense has from Trayvon Walker. So praise to that. I agree. Yeah. Corey Peters did his job too. I was impressed with how he really plugged up the holes against the Titans. And Davon Hamilton been a beast the last he couple weeks. Yeah. He did his job too. Yeah. So let me ask you guys. Who, who's the player to watch? Your guy against the Chargers. You pick one guy. Who is it? Who should we be watching? Keys to the game. Hmm. I mean, Trevor Lawrence. It's too easy. It's okay. going to be a shootout. Can't it's watch It's going to be a battle. Can't watch Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> He's already must-watch, Jenkins. And it's Tyson Campbell. He's playing one of I the best wide receiver cores in the league. He's got to shut down one of them. That's great. I, I think on that. the offensive end, I think this is a, a classic Zay Jones blow up game, where he just goes out there and this puts was, up. This was his three touchdown game uh, during the season against the Chargers. Exactly, He's, he has a few. He, he goes quiet for a few games and then blows the fuck up out of nowhere. So I think watch out for Zay Jones, and I think Foye is going to have like thirty tackles. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to stick with my guy. I'm going to say Evan Ingram, uh, chalk play. Mm-hmm. I know. Figured that was coming from Charlie, but and I, I was just hyping him up. But I really do think if we can, I mean, he's he's b- become so clutch on those like second and fives, third and fives, where he just runs that little out route. You know, you match him up on on any outside linebacker, and he can get the drop on him. He can box him out with the size. Um, he's going to be critical to, to converting. We're smoking on that in Graham pack. Yeah, <laughs> give me a little little. A little bag of that Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, my guy's Josh Allen. I think if he can be the guy that we've wanted him to be, uh, he's he's let us down all season, but he can be that guy if he does it again next week. I think he just yeah. you know, solidifies himself as you know, our man on the end. If he can do what he did last week one more time, I think he can be consistently that good. And I think he's had a decent weeks couple weeks before that he has not been bad the last four or five games but granted he did start poorly but he's playing like the guy we expected him to and agreed he's got to come back and we got to pressure justin herbert because if he has time he's going to pick us apart it doesn't matter how good our dbs are would you consider bringing back Cinderic on a one-day contract 100 percent for the name only yes yeah <laughs> just as a hype man just on the side of the lines Bring him out there for the Saxonville. Him and John there for the coin toss and put him up in a box, and that's all he's got to do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's gonna show up, invite the whole stadium to his Clash of Clans clan, unite <laughs> us all at once. We're gonna, we're just gonna mob up and we're gonna go wipe the Chargers all at the same time. Oh man, you guys are dorks. Well, Charlie, did you ever get to do the piece about? Last time Ben won a fantasy playoff or fantasy football game, <laughs> the queen was still alive. Well, Gray did some fact checking. It turns out the queen may have actually died <laughs> by that point. But uh, no, we can do it all off season now. We can say the last time Ben won a fantasy game, uh, you know, Barbara Walters was still alive. <laughs> Lee Corso could put together a coherent thought. My word. <laughs> I feel terrible watching him, man. He granted, he's compared to Joe Biden, he still looks like a meritos professor of of history. But goodness gracious, but Lee Corso, he's got to hang it up soon, right? It's it's tough to watch. Yeah, I mean, how much of that is him asking to be on TV, and how much of it is CBS saying we need you up here? I don't think he has the faculties to be making decisions for himself. (laughs) He's not asking to be on the TV. They're just wheeling him out there. He thinks they're just moving him closer to the window. He's on college game day. Are we going to talk at all about this? Dog Smackdown? No. Fuck this game. It was so perfect. I saw I saw the betting action on it. I almost put a parlay in because it was so he- the public was so heavy on the over 
and so heavy on TCU. I said, this has got dogs 35 to three written all over it. Dogs blow out, hit the under. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. pour gasoline in my eyes than watch them do it again. But um, <laughs> I got some great Jag stats right on cue to change the topic. And you guys do with what you will with these, but I thought they were very interesting and worth mentioning. It's about the Jags. I mean, what, 28, 29 years now in their playoffs and kind of just overall success because Jags history is cool. Four division titles, 98, 99, 17, 22, eight playoff berths. 96, 97, 98, 99, 05, 07, 17, 22. In the wild card round, we were four and two. In the divisional round, we are three and two. In the conference championship, we are 0 and three. All time in the playoffs, we are seven and seven. And at home, locked down the bank, Jags are three and one, looking to go four and one in playoff yeah. games. Yeah. I love that. That's a team that everybody can get behind. If you're yeah. a pull for the Jaguars, you're a Chargers fan. I think it's safe if to say we're a Chargers fan. Then what are you doing? I think it's safe to say we're America's team at this point. I mean, Man, I was I was talking to David about this earlier. You guys remember 2017 after the Jags looked great and all the buzz going into the 2018 season and how much hype there was and the fans buying out the stadium looking packed at the beginning of it. Well, we didn't put a good product on the field for the team to get behind or build momentum. If the Jags can piece together, which I think they will next season, another good above 500 playoff contention season, hopefully after that we take even bigger strides. But two or three in a row, I mean, we are right on track to flip it around. Like some of these other – like we, we've solidified ourselves, and that's what it's going to take. Because if we could stack momentum, which we haven't done in the last 15 years, this fan base in this city will show out. And then – Yeah, I, I love that. That kind I mean, of – I mean, Go ahead, Blake. Well, I know we were we were one loss away from another another tragic season, but I don't think it's too bold to say that the tide has officially turned, boys. I mean, I'm knocking on wood right now, but this is what we've been waiting for. We've got the quarterback, we've got the coach, we've got a running back. We still don't have the Allen Robinson, DJ Chark wide receiver, but we've got Evan Ingram, and we got a bunch of fast little guys. We've got Calvin Ridley. Yeah, really. Uh, I know we got really good. And we got a lockdown corner. Yeah, I think it's happening. I think it's happening right now, right before our eyes. And and everybody who's jumping on the bandwagon is a shame because they won't understand how how great this really is. But I welcome them with open arms. I love it. I'm still I'm still waiting for that day. That day I see a bandwagon Jags fan. So I'm, I'm going to fly to Boston in April, and there's going to be a stupid 11-year-old wearing an oversized flat bill with the Jags logo on it, or CSA Duval or something stupid. And I'm going to be like, yes, you're the best kid ever. You're a fraud, and I love it. Go Warriors. I when you see him. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. It's uh, not a free country, I guess. <clears throat> Defense in the NFL this season worth it now? No. I mean, that's still a lot. Shaquille Griffin <laughs> yeah. sucks. Charlie, <laughs> and he's still the highest paid guy. Division championship ever. That alone is worth it. Nope. Dude, just I had right a first year coach come in here and take us to a winning season at the playoffs. Honestly, the champion, South Championship. Honestly, I, I was talking to uh, I was talking to to Gray and Palmer and Win about this. Um, I think we blow it up. I just think we blow it up and get Anthony Richardson in the draft. <laughs> and and I think we just, uh, I mean, I, you know, I just, we're like those Clippers teams. We're just going to keep going to the Super Bowl, never get over the hump. Uh, let's, let's just get ahead of, ahead of it and blow it up now. Don't you dare compare Trevor Lawrence to Jim Kelly, Charlie. <laughs> Don't you dare. We got the coach Don't of the year and we got an MVP on the rise. That's all I'm saying. That's right. That's right. Ooh, Trevor Lawrence MVP futures of, next year are going to be hot. My favorite part about Jaguars fans is just how even keeled and humble and just straight <laughs> and narrow and realistic yeah. they are. <laughs> when was calling him Jay Cutler. <laughs> and now we're kissing his feet. Fuck that, Blake. We enjoy this. We have waited this. We've paid our dues. We have longed for this for such a long time. To be fair, so, we yeah. – 
any NFL fan, Patriots all the way down to like the Browns. It doesn't matter if you're two and six on the year, you're going to be talking a little bit of shit about your franchise for sure. I mean, who saw this coming? We were two and six. You're like, okay, like hopefully we can. We 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 had a podcast talking about it's like, okay, what do we what do we just want to see for next season? Like, what what are we going to see between now and the end of the year? To make us excited. Yeah, conversation started with who do we want to draft next year? I think that's how we. <laughs> oh yeah, started. I I said, oh, it's familiar territory for us Jags fans. Good old better draft pick now, better <laughs> draft pick every time we lose. That's what I said on this very that's- podcast. You know what? No one said when I said, "What would you like to see at the end of the year?" No one turned around and said, five wins in a row." Five wins in a row. You know what nobody else said? Nine wins in a row. Because that's where we're going, baby. We're going to Glendale. And I'm sitting here and putting together mock drafts, trying to figure out who we're going to take at 32. (laughs) I've never seen that. I have no idea what that's like. What is it like to draft outside of the top 10? What do do you do? We would trade out of it. Celebrate draft day. No, we would go with Anthony we Richardson. Do, we don't take Taven Bryant. Give us a song backup. <laughs> yeah. Last time we picked in the twenties. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Lamar Jackson was right there. <laughs> hey, you know we need a, a white D tackle from Florida. <laughs> that's that's going to give us a hundred more yeah. tickets. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. The GM could have done better if he took every player from Alabama's roster and put it on a dartboard. <laughs> it would have been a better pick, guarantee it. Red shirt freshman does not matter. Goodness. Good freakingness. I want to say, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I, I was not a huge Trayvon Walker fan when we drafted him just because I knew three other Georgia defensive players and I didn't know him. And uh, we took him in the one-one, but I've been very pleased. I mean, he he's done his job. I think Aiden Hutchinson is also a great player, um, but this I, I'm I think Trayvon Walker was the right decision, and I'm very happy with it. And I will also admit that I was not the biggest Chuggy P fan, mostly because of that video of him serving ice cream to everybody. And I'm thinking, who's this softy coming in who has one ring? thinking that he's just going to serve our boys ice cream down in the south and we're all going to be happy. I like the like, ice cream. He's got, he's got he's a, a ring. He's yeah. got a ring. Honestly, I kind of – hardware. You know, it, it gives you something to look forward to. How many it's a long, coaches have rings? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a long, hard day in the sun. Fellas, good work. Let's get some ice cream, damn it. And a bunch of grown-ass <laughs> men sit in the room and go, hell yeah, let's get some ice cream. I remember I when we not. hired him. I told Amanda, I was like, we hired Doug Peterson. She's like, is that the ice cream guy? Say what you will, this team has identity. And whether if ice cream people or not, it's lit. Ice cream paint job, baby. Yeah, yeah I mean my words. He's a great coach. I, I also did not believe in Urban from day one. So that's I, I'm a <laughs> coach hater, quarterback. There you go. That's just how I roll. Well, so I worked with Trevor, didn't work with the Blake Bortles or anybody else we had. We we got Doug Peterson. He's the adult in the room. He clearly knows what he's doing. He's done a fantastic job. He's a great coach and on every level. My one nitpick, there is it, it's literally just once a game. There's just one play call every single game yep. Yep. where where you go, go, what was that? What are we doing? In the Texans game, we're up three scores. He had a running play where Trevor Lawrence was the lead blocker. Get your head out of your ass, Doug. He is. I'll tell you what. Sean Payton retired, and he inherited that golden crack pipe of play calling. <laughs> the, the Titans game. We're running the option? What is this? Oklahoma in 2003? This, that's a great play in NCAA football 06. <laughs> what were Especially we thinking of? Better than these teams, we don't have to pull anything out of our ass. It's one thing if we're going up against the Chiefs or the Bills, and we need something to happen to like flip the script and give us that momentum. No, we're point blank better than that Titans roster. Let's beat them straight up. Yeah, it gives the wrong impression. Well, Blake, are you going to be? Able to, are you making it to the game this week? Oh, man, I would love to, but I'm not going to be able to. 
I gotcha. I know Jenkins is coming down. He's staying over, so maybe we'll get a little. Uh, we'll stitch together. Might do a pregame, <laughs> postgame podcast like, at three in the morning. We are just absolutely shellacked. Uh, that's probably what for the off season content. I would say probably more than half is going to be we're just we're just ravaging beers uh, throughout because at the draft there's going to be a, the microphone's going to get some work. Going to get some work that weekend. Speaking of, we got to pick a place, boys. We got to get started on that. Yeah, that, it's that, about that time. That house in St. Simons with a bowling alley right through the middle is going to get booked up if we don't act quick. Oh yeah. I like yeah. the idea. Everybody shows up. You got to bowl a game, and that's your that's your draft order right there. I like that. Ooh. Y'all like gonna that be y'all gonna be salty when I get the second pick by grandma shotting it the entire time. <laughs> We're all going to be at the bowling alleys. Show up in our own shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's going to be like it's going to be like the Big Lebowski. I'm going to roll up with my. I got a sleeve on. I got the team bowling shirt that's sponsored. Who do you think you are? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. I could be totally wrong. This could just be a rumor I randomly remember from middle school, but somebody told me Eric's dad was on the professional bowling tour at some point. And it's just obscure enough for me to believe it. I can see that. Yeah, so... Whose so, mom was a playboy? Uh, you guys remember that kid? Brett... He was in your grade, Charlie. Um, yes! Yes, Brett Evans. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past Probably Eric to not say box. anything and show up and bowl like a 280. <laughs> That's such an Eric thing to do. Oh, big time. Yeah. And then he'd go outside and stripe a drive right down my face. <laughs> oh, man. What, what a shitty drive. Went three yards left. And only 290. <laughs> when? <sighs> I don't know why I'm hating on you, Eric. You had a bad week as it is anyways. Bad month losing in the fantasy championship. Your team didn't even get out of bed. Oops. Rough. Rough. Right. Rough. Rough. Well, Palmer, uh, I just want you to know everybody's rooting against you from this point forward. Now that you've got two chips, you're in the two-chip club. I'm uh, in the three-chip club, Charlie. That's right. Three-chip yeah, club. I sit alone. I sit alone at the top and I look down on you peons. <laughs> I'm going to put now a poll. Now I'm actually in the, like, win-win, another one, the Palmer win a fourth. That I was just about happen. to say, I'm going to put a poll out. Would this league rather see win-win at this point or Palmer? <laughs> and I think win-win. I would rather see win-win at this point. Put Ben in the mix. I might, I might vote Ben from worst to first over. over God no. Fuck you. I would rather see Palmer get four. Yeah. Than for Ben to get his first one. <laughs> Speaking into existence, Charlie. <laughs> All right. Who y'all taking? Who y'all taking one one next year? Fantasy. Who are you taking? Um, CMC dog. CMC Jefferson. If if Trevor Lawrence is available. Yeah, full PPR. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Christian McCaffrey in that Niners offense for a whole year. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. He was a joy to have. McCaffrey, Eckler, Jefferson. Honestly, top three. it was cathartic for me after dealing with the McCaffrey shit last year and then having him again this year. And he just, I, I know I didn't even like go deep in the playoffs, but just having McCaffrey for the whole season was so much fun. It's everything I thought it would be and more. Uh, Jenkins, this is good podcasting. Everybody can hear Jenkins rubbing his nips right now. <laughs> Why do you look like Austin Powers? Feel that slow burn, Charlie. Be training you, Austin Eckler, week two. I mean, I <laughs> thought I had a lot of chest hair. Week two. <laughs> no, it was a good, it was a good trade a by you, Jenkins. Honestly, Justin Jefferson would be worth a hard look. Yeah, he is that good game any week and that is valuable. like so valuable all right boys well i'm gonna cap it off there it's been a solid 48 minutes i know blake said he only had a few minutes for us so it's nice to see we can still uh we can still drag him down to our level whenever uh whenever we get our claws into him no get out of me <laughs> yeah, that's right that's right he loves it because you you were firing off the takes from the get go. I was gonna say I wish I was like uh, we got to get like a Tony Reale set up for Charlie where I can just bloop, 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 just give you all points for everything you say that I like. <laughs> Round the horn. 
that's next season. Yeah, oh, yeah. for next season for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll make some calls to the to the Jude IT department and uh, see what I can get worked yeah. out over there. Yeah, I would have loved to dig my teeth in a little bit more of that whole Titans team, but I don't know most of their players, so otherwise I would have. Yeah, they're garbage. Jeffrey yeah. Simmons, Brian, like a little bitch. Yeah. And I respect Derek Henry. Walter Payton, man of the year. I vote for him. Yeah, I played him in Wee. He's not that good. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll drop his ass right now. Like a bad habit. <laughs> oh, Charlie, dare I say before we go, give a little credit to Shad Khan for the best move he's ever made in Jaguars history and hired up Peterson. Yeah, yeah, did you see the... It took him 11, 12 years did, did you see the video, the post game video of Doug Peterson hyping up the team and giving Shad Khan a game ball? Yeah. Hype, cool. dude. Hype. He said, I am so freaking proud of this team. This is best. I'm just, <laughs> they said, the team said, speech, speech, speech. And Shad Khan turns around and goes, speech? I'm speechless. And everybody's like, oh, no. <laughs> I think I want to bottle this it. moment up and live it every night. Yeah, yeah, you and me both, Shad. How about the Dougie P quote about the crystal ball? The season's going to come down to the Titans in Week 18. That's incredible. I mean, if that's not genius, I don't know what is. When did he say that? I didn't see that. This was like Week week 8 or something, maybe? (laughs) Yeah, when we were 2-6, and probably, yeah. It was after the Chiefs game. Holy shit. The Jags can't fuck this up. We have the two most important things to have, and that's a head coach and a quarterback. Just put the pieces around. Like, we have the thing we've waited for for forever. Well, off the air, off the. Go ahead. I was going to say, off the air, I think Trent Balky still needs to go. Off the air, we're on the air still. Shit, are we still? (laughs) (laughs) That's staying in. I don't know. I think I like Balky at this point. I'd say he bought himself another oh, year. Gosh. He can exactly. keep going. Uh, yeah. He needs. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, well, decisions right. to make, Joe, this offseason. Speaking of Doug Peterson quotes, I will cap off this podcast with my favorite Doug Peterson quote It's Chargers Week. Let's go get some ice cream, fellas. Yes, sir. Do-bo! Do-bo!